0: a break from the grind i'm your host jason and this is my co-host george say hi to the people george good evening and uh today on our wonderful podcast here we have a special guest george would you like to introduce our guest
1: (laughs) i absolutely would our guest this week is known through the fancy life app as at sal 33 uh he is mr sal lito himself say hi Sal. what's up
2: everybody good to be here my old nemesis george and now my good friend
1: (laughs) see jason
0: good friend you have no friends. This is true.
2: <laughs> so, uh, from what I uh, money? In, get that money in my PayPal account for that uh, it, nice it, compliment I, I gave
1: you.
0: I hit send earlier. What I gather from just a little uh, little time on the app, you're considered the old guy, right? Do, do you need me to speak up?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess because I'm older than, than a lot of the people on there, I am considered the old guy. I'm 42, but uh, if anybody knows... Uh, Flying fucking hogs He is 57 years old. So I am a, a puppy compared to that gentleman. I'm always happy when he's around. Hey,
1: hey Sal, we, we we know you're <laughs> old, so I have to ask, okay? Because, you know, people want to know. What time is your bedtime so we can make sure we end the podcast before you have to
2: go to bed? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I, I'm here all night, boys. Let's we'll, we'll take it right to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> I got plenty of sick days to use. Oh, I just
0: used one. <laughs> so, working in the sick days, uh, let's let's get into you a little bit. Um, besides the podcast, do you want to tell us anything about you? And then we'll, <laughs> then we'll interrupt yeah. and tell everybody about us right in the middle. That's how it works.
2: <laughs> everybody everybody needs to know about you guys. It's very important. Now, you, listen, I, I have, I'm a blue collar guy. I've worked in construction all of my adult life. I am a local 30 operating engineer here in New York. Uh, basically I work at New York Presbyterian Hospital in Queens and I basically repair stuff all, all around Queens. And if anybody is from New York, you know how big Queens is. And, uh, I go around and fix stuff. I'm Mr. Fix It. And, uh, you know, I'm married. God, I, I, I probably should have thought about this. I got married in 1999. I have three kids. Oh, the last one's about to become a teenager. So I'm going to have three teenagers all at once. Oof. And, uh, that's, that's mind melding just to think about. Uh, yeah, I've been, I've been playing fantasy since 1994. Being as I am an old guy, 1994 it was the first time I played in an actual fantasy league. I did the back of the Daily News, or the old sporting news type of, um, you know, fantasy football in the earlier 90s. But uh, I've been I've been crawling around this earth for a, a bit of a long time.
0: So you're one of the guys who did the uh, the had to check the box scores and uh, every week had to compare your notes to somebody else's. Had somebody double check it. The whole, the whole nine?
2: Yeah, so at my original league, that league started in 1994, which George knows about Cousin Donald. That's Cousin Donald's league, and we still do that league the exact same way, live draft, it's not online. The closest thing to online is you can email your, your, uh, your starting lineup to the commissioner and to your opponent. But 100%, all of the statistics are done with pen and paper. It's, it's old school to to its core.
0: You have so much free time because I could not do that. <laughs> There's way. to I'll
2: be honest with you. I've developed the ability to do all the scoring in that league in my head. I could, I mastered the scoring sheet that years ago, and I could sit down, look at the statistics, and in, in my head, basically figure out within a few points. So what- I'll know that if it was a blowout one way or another. If it's close, I may have to get a pen out.
0: So what newspaper actually still keeps statistics, or do you look them up now? I mean that I know yeah, you said everything's done the way it used yeah. to be.
2: I get my statistics online, but uh, my my cousin who's uh, he's probably just about fifty years old, he still uses the uh, the New York Daily News as the official newspaper of the week. Wow
1: so let me ask you this which kind of draft do you think is is better to do? One where you can use the computer where it kind of gives you a little bit of assistance or walking into a draft where you can't use anything other than any paper you bring and your knowledge. And that's it.
2: For me, it's definitely the second one, a live draft in person, do your research do your homework, come prepared. And that's the most fun being in person with people and, and, and you know, talking trash to people and, Doing it that way will always be the best way for me. I mean, last year we did the falafel draft, George, uh, where we all got on a Skype call and we did it over Periscope. And that was the closest thing we could get with us all being around the country in different locations. So that was a lot of fun. But I will take a live draft over a computer draft any day.
1: Yeah, so our money league, is that's basically what we do. We do a live draft. Um, You cannot use any internet. You can use your phone, but it's not like... You know, you're going to be able to pick from your phone. We have the, the live draft board. You go up, you put your players on there. You can use your phone to look things up, but unless you brought paper and draft lists and everything else with you, you can't use well, anything else to help so you.
0: I, that's not 100% true because every year I bring a computer, but it's only because I refuse to use pen and paper when I can use Excel spreadsheets that I made myself.
1: <laughs> and, and that that's fine, but you're not hooked up to the internet. And right. we're not we're not drafting like through the ESPN app to where it'll tell you, okay, this is, is their next-ranked guy, and it'll give you a list of players to choose from and all that.
0: Yeah. No, I instead of doing pen and paper, I've got, you know, and having six pieces of paper or, you know, a couple pieces of paper trying to keep track of who's taken, I can just control F, find a name, delete it, and see where he ranked on my list right away instead of having to try and find him when somebody takes one of those really obscure guys in the wrong spot. And, uh... And you're going, who the hell is that guy? And you go, oh, okay, so he's he's way the fuck down there. I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to try and you don't have to try, try to find out. Oh, well, he was in my next tier, or right. he's in the tier I'm currently in. Right. So, um, but yeah, I love I love live drafting. It's way better than uh, it's way better than computer drafting.
1: Sal, you know what the best part of doing the falafel draft was? What was that?
0: Getting to make fun
1: of Brandon.
2: Duh. Oh, that's, that's the favorite part <laughs> of my day every day. <laughs>
1: That dude takes so much abuse. It's not even funny.
2: Yeah, it's um, it's definitely a uh, mailman situation. At some point, he's definitely going to go postal. Oh, oh, I'm oh just that I live far away.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and he, I believe he lives in Iowa, or no, Ohio, Ohio. Ohio. I'm sorry, I, I got him and Jacob Niner Whoa, confused. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, he lives in Ohio. So he, if he wanted to screw his dog, he could. It's completely legal. Um, <laughs> but but I mean, he lives in Ohio. I mean. Listen, we could wipe Ohio off the face of the earth. The country wouldn't lose anything over it.
2: Yeah, especially not either one of those football teams.
1: <laughs> hey, the Browns, those are true fans.
2: Well, they're relevant because they get to pick first every year.
1: Every year. every And they screw it up every year, too. They're going to take a quarterback first this year. Watch. <laughs> oh, I, can, Mr. I can't Mr.
0: Trubisky. The year, the year that there is no clear number one quarterback at all.
1: Yeah, they're going to take Trubisky. And they're going to take that Trubisky. That would be great. I mean, they're not going to. They're probably going to take the uh, Miles uh, Garrett or Jared or whatever his name is, but it just would be the Browns thing to do to take uh, Trubisky.
0: So, uh, why don't you talk a little bit about uh, about your podcast? Tell us how it came together, maybe a little backstory. Uh, you want to tell any dirt about those guys? Yeah, talk crap about Steve. Fuck oh, you, Steve.
2: Yeah. <laughs> talk about oh, it. no, Steve's, Steve's the best. Kevin would be the guy with bad mouth, right? I mean, that, But that's your, that's your fellow uh, asshole, so... You might get it. you might get offended, George. No,
1: no, uh, no. He he. Listen, he's a, he's a Patriot fan, so fuck you too, Kevin.
2: <laughs> so so Falafel, you know, came together on on the Fantasy Life app. Obviously, Fantasy Life app, fantasy football league is where Falafel comes from, and uh, the league started. I, I guess George didn't pop into our chat until right after the league was formed. So uh, yeah, he, that he is correct. Yeah, so he didn't get into the the league the first year. He got into it the in second year when we got rid of a few non-active people. But, you know, we started the chat up and it was supposed to be just for the league and people came in and people started asking questions and people started sticking around and it just became a place to hang out. It kind of like the hub on the app at the, at the beginning and more people showed up and more people showed up and people kept coming. It started becoming this unbelievable place to hang out, talk fantasy football, talk sports in general, talk about anything. Um, and, and Kevin and Steven and myself, Brandon, Ryan, We saw that maybe there was something a little bit more to this. People were really coming to us for our advice. And we decided, what the hell? After that year was over, that that first football season that we were on there, we decided in February of 2016 to record a podcast and see what would happen. I didn't know that it would go anywhere or do anything. And I think that what kind of legitimized us was that Matthew Berry came on with us, which was a big deal for all of us. And it just kind of... Took off from there and we've gotten great guests. Uh, we've gotten better as it's gone on. If you go back and listen to, we just did Falafel 100. I don't know if you guys heard that and we replayed some old clips. So if you want to just hear some old stuff, just go back for a few weeks ago and listen to that episode, but all the episodes are up on iTunes or Stitcher, SoundCloud, whatever you want to listen to. And, uh, yeah, we were pretty awful at the beginning, but we got uh, rid of Brandon. So (laughs) we got rid of Brandon and we upgrade. Yeah. Well, Ryan, I, I love Ryan and, and, uh, Ryan was just too busy with life. He, Ryan is in the Navy, as you know, and he, he was moving from San Diego over to Virginia and he was becoming a naval police officer and the guys out in the country a lot. He's just super busy and Ryan's a great guy, great football guy, very knowledgeable. Sounds like a nerd, but you know, we're not judging him. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, once, once we got it down to the three man show, it really started to hubble along pretty nicely and it's, it's developed. We're, we're into uh, 100 plus episodes now, and we're getting a little bit of a stake in the in the industry. Uh, I haven't seen any money from it, but we're getting a nice following. It's a lot of fun.
1: So, so have you ever gone back and listened to like the first episode or the second episode of the Falafel Podcast?
2: I have. In fact, uh, for the Falafel 100, I I pulled all the clips. Okay. So I sat, I for a three night period, maybe a four night period. I went through almost all the episodes and trying to find some of the, the funniest stuff and, and some of the stuff where we made absolute fools of ourselves and uh so yeah i have very recently listened to most of them
1: so so i've listened to a couple of the uh, the first ones that jason and i had done and and not to change the subject from ours to the falafel podcast but i just want to say the very first falafel podcast was brutal to listen to and I mean that with all <laughs> due respect. It was just brutal. It, it, literally, it sounded like five guys try, exactly what you said, trying to find their way. Cutting it down to three was a great thing. It, it, it made it flow so much better. Let me
0: ask, who who edits your podcast?
2: All uh, well, editing is in the hands of Steve Marcus at Sid Skeet on the Fantasy Life app.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. Just checking, because
2: I'm looking for somebody
0: to do our editing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i'll be honest with you we try not to do we like the and i and you guys do the same thing with your podcast you give a very real feel you, you guys are you're real people you bring on people from the app and you, and you guys have a good time and to be honest with you most of that stuff shouldn't be edited i think that's what creates the essence of that type of podcast it's it's real it's natural and we don't even do a lot of editing uh oh, we, you have- we try not to have the uh you you have no
0: idea how much editing. I know it still sounds natural. I work hard at that. You have no. I- George is the slowest. T- and you'll find out as we get in through this. George is the slowest talker you'll ever want to meet. And I and, fidget. And he, oh, and he fidgets, and then I have to edit out all this bullshit that he's typing on the keyboard, and he's banging on the desk, and uh, but.
2: Uh, You want to fix that, you got to get a a hot cattle brand over there and just brand his ass. Every time he slows down, just hit him. What what
1: What he needs is a pen to throw the pen back at me when I throw it at him.
0: (laughs) <laughs> what I need is a capable partner. You want to join? <laughs> this I is your
2: opportunity. You this, this is your opportunity. Once the you season c- picks up, we do, three, we do three shows a week once the season starts. I could probably fit you in on Tuesday.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're, we record every Tuesday. Yep. Um,
2: this is your opportunity, Sal.
1: Once in a lifetime, we are willing to take you from Falafel and add you to ours.
0: And listen, here's the Ooh. thing. And I know you love the fantasy football aspect of podcasting, but you don't know how freeing it is. To do a podcast like this one, where you have to do no research
2: whatsoever, <laughs>
0: there's no show
2: prep. Well, Jason, if you listen, if you listen to the podcast, you'll know that I probably do the least amount of research and basically antagonize Kevin most of the podcast. That's kind of my role. Um, it's, it's my job to liven those nerds up. So,
0: see, we need that over here. We need that over here too. So come on with us for a little while, see if you like it, and uh, and then tell those nerds that uh, you're you're in with us. Yeah, and we're not getting paid so you guys either, can so double my pay. Oh, we, we will triple your. We pay. We can triple zero easily. It's <laughs>
2: just Wait, not, you know
0: it's you know it's really nice to know Sal. It's nice to know that we're not the only ones not getting paid for this. Because <laughs> cause, uh. Actually, that's kind of a harsh thing because I feel like you guys have a bigger following than us, which means we got a lot of work to do to start getting any kind of money out of this thing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I will tell you guys what: if you're enjoying it, keep at it because um, the talks are starting to happen. And that's, uh, you know, I, I won't get too much into any of that boring stuff. But it's we've we've actually started to talk to some people about things, so it's it's pretty awesome but considering where we started and just being a couple of guys from a fantasy like that. And just like going, guys, um, it's gone in a good direction for us. Very, very pleased with how it's
0: gone. You wanna, you wanna talk to those guys for us too? We could, listen. Yeah. We could be guys,
2: a cheap version of off,
1: we could be a cheap version of falafel. Yeah. We don't mind.
2: You'll be like
1: our slutty younger sister. Listen, we've been compared to as uh, Clock Dodger's slutty younger sister for a while, so we
2: obviously have no problem <laughs> being
1: anybody's slutty younger sister as long as there's money involved. <laughs> I-
2: I'd I do like that you guys essentially ripped off you ripped off the concept of that show. The name "Pray for the Grind" clock dodgers. Yeah, it doesn't really sound off together. That's too, too much of a
1: word. So people say that, but like when we we discussed it and we actually talked about it with Neil before uh, before we decided with this name, I I don't see the correlation at all. To be honest, with with the names,
2: how do you not see the correlation? Because I, right, so you're saying he's you're, you're do- he's dodging the clock all day, and you're taking a break from the grind.
1: Well, so the reason we went with break from the grind as as our uh, as our as our show name was because Jason and I work about sixty hours a week, and we have very little free time to do anything that we want to do. The little free time that we do
0: is our break from our daily grind. Yeah, so here here's the rundown. I uh, I work sixty hours a week. I come home. I have two kids. Love him to death. A lot of work. Love the kids. A lot of work. We needed to do something. I don't have any hobbies, so I was like, dude, we need to get together. We argue at work all day long. People literally will come and listen to us argue because it's that entertaining at work. I said, just let's put it on some tape. Break from like all the work, all the the house chores, the kids, the whatever. We'll have an hour out of our out of our day, like once a week, and it's turning into two hours because we're long winded. <laughs> <Well, laughs> you know what i mean so it's like it wasn't dodging a work mindset like clock dodgers it was i need i need something for me i need to get the get the fuck away from work i need to get away from the family for a little bit i need to get away away from the responsibilities and be able to just fuck around with a friend you know what i'm saying it's not so i get where people can say it's similar but it's it to me, it's completely different because he's just dodging work, and I'm dodging all responsibility whatsoever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought I actually think that it was an excellent description of it. And believe me when I tell you, I know where you're coming from because, I, like I said in the beginning, I'm a blue collar guy. I've worked with my body for 20 years, and I've done those 60 hour work weeks. Uh, you know, when I, the first 10, 15 years of marriage, and you're working. Seven days a week and ten to twelve hours a day, and you're doing whatever it takes to provide for a family. I have absolutely been there, and 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 I, you know George and I, and I'm sure he's probably gone on about this before. I've heard some of the he said about me on his podcast. But you know, uh, when when we first set up on the on the things like that, we we used to really. I don't think that we're very, he said this to me, we're very similar people. And at the end of the day, we're very similar people. And we used to butt heads a lot. But Oh, uh, I think, I
1: I think real- the word you're looking for, Sal, and I don't mean to cut you off, but I think the word that you're actually looking for is when I first joined the app and stumbled into the falafel, po- uh, the falafel chat, I think the word you're looking for for how we felt about each other, the word was probably hate. <laughs> I
2: don't like that word, George. I, I yeah, don't,
1: I don't. I don't use the word hate because I don't like the word. But as as an adjective describing what it was first like I find it to be very appropriate because we could we, couldn't, saying, we so. couldn't we couldn't we couldn't tolerate each other and I think it was <laughs> I mean we we would just butt heads and 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 go back and forth about the stupidest shit
2: We entertained people that's for sure.
0: Oh, it was very entertaining. Well, let me tell you George will argue with something with a position he just had 5 days ago. If he thinks he, – if he wants <laughs> – if he's in the mood to argue. I've literally had the dude well, argue with a position he had, had held less than a week ago just because he was in the mood to argue on it.
2: Well, before we move on and you guys start asking me somebody's question, I will just say that in time I got to know George. And uh, I have immense respect for the guy because I, I know the, the around-the-clock hours he was doing and the times that he would work and the second jobs that he was doing. and
0: still, He is still all going. about
2: yeah, I, I believe it, dude. I believe it. And for me, uh, for me, uh, I always, I, I thought success in life was to have a good family and to be a happy, uh, good father. And I know that that's important to George. And, uh, Jason, I don't know you as well, but I'm sure you're the same way. Uh, George has served his country. He's worked his ass off and he's a great family man. So I have maximum respect for him. And that doesn't mean I will not talk as much shit about him as possible. But he'll know in the back of his mind that I absolutely respect. Him. Uh, this dude's I, been I w-
0: feeding you I, some bullshit.
1: I would lose respect for you if it, you did, if you did that, Sal. This, <laughs> this dude. If you stop talking
0: shit about me, I
1: would lose a little respect.
0: This dude is feeding you some crap, family man. That dude's had like <laughs> 19 fantasy football leagues. I don't think he remembered what his son's name was by the end of the fantasy football
2: season <laughs> last year. <laughs> we all have our vices. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and here's what you need to know about Jason. He's a great father, terrible human being. Oh,
0: <laughs> I'll never. Th- I, I would ne- listen. If you honestly, if you listen to these podcasts, I can't be anything but a terrible human being. I made a. I made a back in Back to the Future joke last week where people just groaned.
1: You, and- you made a joke about you made a joke about Corey's son going to F uh Penn State just so he can be Sandusky'd.
0: I did make that joke. <laughs> I did make that joke. I am an awful human being. But like I, I said, make-
1: great father, hey, terrible person. How
0: awesome is that that Corey's kid would go to Penn State? I think it's great. Sometimes you <laughs> his, uh, his Look, we can all excuse a little playtime for for a scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> Sal said it, not me. He said it was great. I I'm just g- <laughs> see awful human being. Oh God, uh, God needs to
1: save you, Jason,
2: <laughs> if he can.
0: If he hadn't done it by now, boy, let me tell you.
2: All right. So, how long these podcasts usually take? Two hours.
0: Like yeah, the, the, the last
1: couple ones because we've done a lot of bullshit and before we dug into the questions.
0: Yeah, the last few have been long. <laughs> why? Why is it getting close to bedtime? <laughs> The early bird special almost over, Sal. <laughs> hey, 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 don't don't go into my fat guy food tip yet, okay? <laughs>
2: well, yeah, I thought we'd be talking while the Yankees and Red Sox are on, George, and we could have a little challenge, but that got rained out. It's a miserably rainy day in New York, so uh, they, no game.
1: They, they, they did you a favor. They do not want you to have miserable weather and feel miserable that my Red Sox whooped your butt. Pretty sure we're ahead of you to stand but it's early. Yeah, it's very early, very early, and I think you're only up by like a game. Well, take it. <laughs> That's all you needed back in 2003. One game. Oh, God. Okay,
0: questions. <laughs> nope. All right. No, for, well, before we jump into the questions, we're going to jump into one of our newest uh, segments. We've had it the last couple of weeks. It's called Fat Guy Food Tips, and George, you've got the Fat Guy Food Tip of the Week.
1: Yes, I do. Fat Guy Food Tip of the Week. It's dealing with buffets, okay? It's all about the timing. You need to know when lunch ends and dinner begins. If you show up about 15-20 minutes before lunch ends, you get charged the price for lunch. Eat a nice little salad, go up and get yourself what they're serving for dinner at the price of lunch. That's the Fat Guy Food Tip of
2: the
0: Week. Very good, George. I like that one. I like that. Fat Guy Food Tip. Hey,
2: Hey, George, my wife does the uh, frugal food tips. (laughs) Um, If you go to the Chinese restaurant, the lunch special... Which is essentially the same thing as the regular combination special is cheaper if you buy it before like three thirty. So my wife, when we eat Chinese food, would we'll go buy it like three o'clock in the afternoon and then have it for us when we get home around five six o'clock at night. So it could be a frugal tip of the day also, but I uh, like the fat guy version. That
1: no, listen, I am. Ask Jason; he'll tell you I am cheap.
0: He is a frugal fat guy. Yes, I am. So I, I listen. I like that one as well. And on that note, we are going <laughs> to, uh, we're going to roll it right into our questions from the Fantasy Life app every week. We ask uh, you give, to give us and our guests some questions. You can also ask questions at our Gmail, which is bftgpodcast at gmail.com. I will eventually get a question if I keep repeating this. Somebody's going to do it just to do it. Just to do it. Just to be the, say they're the first. So uh, guys, if you uh, if you want to be the first, George will send you a potato. How about that? Absolutely. All right, so...
2: Hey, man, you could bail those potatoes. I saw that on uh, on Shock Tank.
0: We actually did
1: that. We did that. We, with, we potatoes potatoes. We, yeah, so what we did was we ran a contest. It was the Worst Christmas Gift Contest. And the winner was uh, Dave, uh, Trade Fantasy. So okay. for his prize of winning the Worst Christmas Gift Contest, we actually sent him a potato with the BFTG logo on it and a nice <laughs> little,
0: little message. Yeah, and the message said... Winning this potato for a Christmas present enters you into next year's worst Christmas gift contest.
2: That's a pretty sweet prize. I'm a little jealous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The alternative
1: was a bag of dicks, like little gummy bears in the shapes of dicks. (laughs) And I I, I, I had to explain to Jason that even though that's funny as hell, if like his kids happen to get the mail and they see that there's gummy bears in there, you don't want the kids running around eating a bag of dicks for gummy bears.
2: You know what? My kids would have probably thought it was supposed to go to my brother's house. <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair, I got it.
0: Be fair, maybe they'd end up at Penn State. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're gonna jump into our first question, which is from Turner's one, uh, and he asks: since it did did not get answered the last time, boobs or ass?
2: And now, why did it get answered? Who was on? Darth Peachy?
0: No, so it did get answered. Was- he What he doesn't understand is we had uh, we had Darth Peachy on, and then it took a week to edit the, the podcast. And then we okay. had Swagzilla on, and he asked- During when, the Swagzilla d- during interview. During the Swad- Swagzilla interview. And then we released Darth Peachy, and he's like, well, you didn't ask my question. I guess he doesn't know the difference <laughs> between Darth Peachy and Swagzilla either. <laughs>
2: Oh my God! So I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna answer in true NBN fashion, right? Yep. Why can't it? Why can't it be both?
0: No, I agree.
1: Yeah. No, listen. I completely agree. It can be both.
2: If, if I ha- it's got to come down to one. If it- it's got to come down to one, and I got to choose one or the other. I'm gonna go with S. See, uh, Sam? we've all been with a flat woman. We, we've all been with a woman before. We can get over that. The dimples are still there, but you need something nice on the back to grab onto when you're going to town.
1: Exactly. See, Sal, so we are actually more alike, because my answer is also S.
0: I I agree with both of you. So I guess we're ass men.
2: I made sure I told George that I'll answer any questions, so the misconception of me being like this uh, prude guy on the face that I've had for, or, or uh, having a moral compass, would be uh, disposed of, because that couldn't be further from the truth.
1: And you'll fit right in, bud. Yeah, You're just an old man. You're a cranky old man. Do me a favor, Sal. Can you say, get <laughs> off my lawn? Oh, damn, kids. Get off my lawn. I I was looking more for like the Clint Eastwood get off my lawn, but hey, we'll take that. (laughs) (laughs) It was. All right. Uh, Ricky M wants to know if, uh, if you've seen his dad.
2: (laughs) So this is, this is an ongoing joke. And I think you have a question later from, from, uh, from Jetty. Yep. Yep. Um, They, they, uh, they believe that I am their father and I left to go get some milk and never came back. Um, So yes, I've seen their dad because uh, he's me. So he is uh, as far away as as possible from either one of those two. And I don't think you even need to ask why. No,
1: no, no no question. Listen, we have finally found Ricky M's dad and Jetty's dad. That is a miracle in itself. Go to bed, boys.
0: (laughs) You know what you should tell them? You see their dad every time you look at yourself while you jerk off in the mirror. (laughs) Oh, God.
1: (laughs) All right. Next question is from Trade Fantasy. Uh, he asks, So, Gio, why did Gigi leave me hanging as the co-commissioner in the Junkies League?"
2: So I, this is a very little-known fact about Gigi, but he's a heroin addict, Dave, and um, he can't—he can't be trusted. Uh, he probably helped to name the league Junkies because that's what he is, and I think everybody should know that Gus has a serious issue, and uh, he will absolutely leave you stranded when you need him most. It was a bad choice.
1: I mean, between the heroin, the drinking, the partying, and the fact that Gus is only like what twenty-two, something like that, you, you can't. You can't. <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest problem. You, you, you can't. You can't trust fucking kids today. You just
0: can't. Well, see, uh, on the bright side, we have seven and a half, eight and a half listeners, give or take. So it's still a little known fact.
2: <laughs> when this uh, comes out, uh, it'll Gus, still be little known. I think at the end of the day, it does come down to Gus's age. He means well, and Gus wants to be very involved, and he's a smart kid. And uh, he helped us out a lot with the Falafel website. Uh, I mean, more than a lot. He was uh, one of the vital parts to create that. But there'll be chunks of time when he'll just disappear.
1: Oh, he, he's he's a fucking kid. And that's what they're going to do.
2: He's enjoying life, and he should be. Uh, you absolutely.
0: Both, you both sound old. What's with these kids these days? <laughs> fucking millennials. Can't trust them to do anything?
1: That's
2: right, Wow, though. that was worse than my fake Clint Eastwood.
0: I know. Yeah. It was. Wait, you were actually trying to do Clint Eastwood? No.
1: <laughs> I guess, I guess. <laughs> so I'm going to ask the next question, Jason, because this is this one is near and dear to my heart. Yep. Hey, Sal. What is this your is personal what What is your thoughts on Doug fucking Martin?
2: Uh, George, do you not like Doug Martin? I get it, but you don't like Doug Martin. So I, I, I don't think I have. Guys...
1: I don't think I've ever liked Doug Martin.
2: I think it's one of the guys you and I have argued about the most on the app,
1: right? I, I believe so, and I, I believe I've been correct.
2: I disagree. You would. My You're... current feeling on Doug Martin is this: that well, first of all, you were wrong at the time, uh, because he was viable and he had a good season that first year, 2015. He had so two good seasons. At that time.
1: So, so did Trent Richardson.
2: I don't think Richard... but, Oh God, no! I'm talking about at the time that we were arguing, not <laughs> 1973. Here's my thoughts on Doug Martin. Obviously, he screwed his chance up, and if Dalvin Cook should fall to the Bucks and they take him Doug Martin is gone. I disagree. Absolutely, really I disagree. Uh, well you're
0: you're a Bucks fan,
2: right, Jason?
0: Well yeah, but let me say this. The dude has talent. We've all seen it. He's had two really good years. Out of five years.
1: The other three years he's been sitting on the sidelines. He's they also gave him
2: a nice contract and he went out and screwed them.
0: Yeah, but guess what? So, all of that money is null and void. He's playing for next to nothing, so why would you get rid of that?
2: Because I just don't think it's there anymore for him. Personally, I got to agree with George on this. I think they—the rumors are out there about Dalvin Cook. If he falls to them, and th- th- don't get me wrong, I think it might be a bad idea for Dalvin Cook to stay in the state of, uh, of Florida, and he, pr- he should probably get out of there. But the rumors are what the rumors are, and uh, you know, I think I think his days in in Tampa are numbered.
0: Well, let me ask you. So let me ask you this. Who has a higher ceiling, Jaquez Rogers or Doug Martin?
2: I don't think... I I'm, I think Charles Sims has a higher ceiling than both of them, but I...
0: Have you actually watched that slow, fat fuck play? Yeah, but I, he can catch a football. Sure he can. And I don't... And go don't 10 yards and get caught play. from behind by the slowest player on the field.
2: If he does that 10 times in a game, that's a 100-yard game. I I think... And 10 points for reception.
1: So, Jason wants to bring up the people that are currently on the team. I like how you went with the rumors of Dalvin cook. Personally, I would like to see them take Christian McCaffrey. If he's there over Delvin.
2: Cook. Yeah, but he's, he's, no, he's
1: no, I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think he'll be there, but if he is, I think the bucks would be extremely smart to take Christian McCaffrey over Delvin, uh, Delvin cook.
0: Well, see, so it, I know we're ke- keeping Charles Sims. Yep. Okay. So I know that's, that's possible, but then you get down into like your third and fourth running backs. Push comes to shove. I'd prefer to keep Doug Martin. As cheap as he's gonna be for us, then I would. Jock was. Here's the problem: in order for
1: you guys to keep him, I believe they have to void his contract, and then he has to re-sign another contract. And I don't think he's gonna
0: re-sign another contract for next to nothing with Tampa. If, if I've read, if I've read it right, the fact what he did basically voided his contract, and he's playing for a much lower deal. The language in the contract basically kills all his guarantees, and now he's playing for whatever the the yearly. Uh, all his bonuses are gone. He's playing for his yearly salary, which is low. And let me say this. They don't have to do shit with him till week four because he's suspended for three weeks, which means he doesn't count against the roster, which means he's not going anywhere. He'll be on the team until at least week four. Cause then if Jaquez gets hurt or Charles Sims gets hurt, or if whoever they draft doesn't don't, doesn't pan out, they got a guy.
2: All right, well, we'll have to see it play out. I think it's—I uh, think there's a bad taste in their mouth with how things went last year, and I think it's time for a change of scenery. But I, I agree. You know, you're down there. You're closer to the situation than me, so we will have to see.
0: Oh, and we're on hard knocks this year, so that ought to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right. Good times. Uh, next
0: question is
1: from Trademaster. He wants to know: Do you prefer to be paid in sexual flavors, fa- sexual favors, or turd sandwiches?
2: So this is, um, so so trade master, what's up, buddy? How are you? Um, he asked me this question one night on the fantasy life app, and this was during a night where this was back in the days where the place was burning down a few months ago and, uh, everybody was at war with each other and I I took it personally. And he did tell me that it was said in as a joke, because I have joked with him in the past before and he thought I would take it that way. And things were just very tense at that time. So, It didn't, it didn't get answered. So my answer to you, sir, is uh, sexual favors because you didn't say by who. So I will take the sexual favors any day of the week. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I don't think anybody wants a turd sandwich, to be honest. No. I mean, just no. Listen, we're fat guys.
0: We don't want turd sandwiches. That just speaks volumes in itself. All right. One little Indian asks, outside of the Super Bowl, what final day slash game would you most want to see?
2: So I was actually thinking about this one when I saw it and uh yeah I I don't know I don't want I don't I going to get outside of the regular sports and say some kind of an Olympic event. I think I'd like to be at a gold medal Olympic event whether it be track and field, swimming or something like that because to me you don't get any truer athletic uh competition than that. People, you know, trying to win for the country and and having that, that national pride and stuff like that. So, for me, it would be some sort of gold medal Olympic event.
1: So, I know you're big into soccer. Um, I, I would love to see a gold medal soccer game. I think that would be pretty cool.
2: Yeah, but... Wouldn't you, you know, know the we, World Cup popped into my mind, George, what? but uh, I decided to go. Wouldn't you way. want to
0: see an American team play? Because you're totally no, not no, getting into the finals. No, not not
1: necessarily. I mean, just in, for the experience itself, I, I, I wouldn't mind watching you know, the the gold medal game or the last game of the World Cup or something like that. I think just that for that experience, to be able to see the best of the best, it doesn't have to be just because they're non-Americans. It don't matter. I would just want to see the best of the best compete for, you know, the World Cup or something like that.
0: I'd love to go see the college basketball final. The NCAA final? Yeah, that's a good choice. Yeah, yeah I'd that love- would
2: probably be a pretty intense
0: Cause I was thinking, I was thinking about baseball, but you can never guarantee which game's the last of the series, and um, you know, same with basketball. So unless it's a game seven, and the uh, you know, like last year, the Cubs versus the Indians, that probably yeah. would have been fucking amazing.
2: But yeah, uh, if you could be guaranteed game seven, Cubs, uh, Cubs, Indians. Well, then you know, maybe you have to think about
0: it. Right, but of all the things that you know, they're series, so you never really know. I, I Look. would love to go see the fi- the NCAA final. Mm-hmm.
1: Game seven between the Red Sox and the Yankees after the Yankees were up 3-0. I would have loved to have gone to see the game seven. That would have been amazing. Why, why are you so quiet, Sal?
2: He's just I counting, his, it, Josh.
0: <laughs> he's just counting his 27 championships. <laughs>
2: that's Championship. All.
0: He's just counting the 27, that's all. <laughs> uh, all
1: right, so next one uh, is from... Doctor Dynasty he wants to know is trademaster star a massive piece of shit or a gigantic
0: piece of shit? I'll answer that one. can't he be both? <laughs> that
2: was my answer Jason right a massive gigantic piece of shit <laughs> no we had
0: Tyler on and and really he's a good guy he just uh he tries too hard
2: yeah agreed <laughs> <laughs> i i I agree I, I think that uh I think Tyler is a good guy and hey. he he gives good advice. And uh, you know, he he doesn't like being told what to do, or uh, who does like being told what to do. So let me just say that right out: uh, no, nobody likes to be told what to do. But um, he likes to play outside the lines a little bit, and there's, there's, that's cool, and there's and there's room for that. But uh, you know, for for this question, I think yeah, he's both. Well,
0: <laughs> hey, he owns a construction company, so if you ever need a job.
2: Oh, I'd have to go live in Philly. I ain't going to live in Philly. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. The only
0: thing worse than, than living in New York is living in Philly.
1: If you made me pick, I would live in New York before I ever lived in Philly.
2: Look. Well, of course you want to live in New York. It's the center of the world, George. No, that no. Look. Just no. Of course. Well, well, you and, can know it all you want. And
0: listen, 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 listen. On top of everything else, you're a Raiders fan, so apparently you can just be a fan from anywhere. <laughs> Oakland, Los Angeles... Las Vegas. San Antonio. Exactly. <laughs> uh, Ricky Ann wants to know, if you had to
1: describe the way you taste in less than six words, what two colors would you choose?
2: Uh, cherry and uh, lavender. I'm,
1: I'm not answering I have, this
0: question.
2: I have no <laughs> idea why I chose lavender, but... Uh, <laughs> While
0: well, you were thinking of colors... I want to would, smell nice. Let's see, how do I taste? Ask your mom.
1: Yeah, that's three words.
2: I guess I tell, that works. I, I tell people all the time if they want to hang out with a woman who's near seventy, have at it.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I, wasn't, I wasn't talking about your mom. I was talking about his mom. Oh, wait,
2: has that, Ricky? Watch. She might actually be my age.
0: <laughs> well, you're you're his dad, so.
2: <laughs> hey, Ricky. Uh, tell your mom it's been a while. Call me.
0: <laughs> uh, time to pivot. Wants to know how much pastrami is too much pastrami.
2: Eat pastrami. I'm a roast beef guy, so
1: I don't eat pastrami. Yeah, I, I'm not a pastrami guy myself.
0: A New Yorker that doesn't eat pastrami? Isn't that like a sin?
2: Yeah, it's it's kind of sinful, but I've done worse. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all?
0: Uh, Air Freak 3819. When wiping, sit or stand?
2: Oh, man, I love all the admit to this. <laughs> I'm getting old and I sit, but I make sure to, I make sure to wipe the front the back,
1: even when I'm sitting. You, you know, this is the, the the high quality questions we get on this show, so you, you guys don't get these questions on the falafel show. I Honestly,
0: I never no. even knew fucking standing was an option. <laughs> <laughs> fucking wipes their ass to stand? I mean, it, dude, I remember when I... You gotta do I'm, the awkward stretch I remember when I was fucking little where you bend over and like when you were real little and like you'd stand up and you'd bend over and you'd fucking wipe your ass. But dude, T- that bend over, try to touch your toes, wipe your ass. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck, I think I grew out of that when I was six or seven.
1: Me? Oh, you didn't say teen. Sorry. Never mind. I'll just close my mouth.
0: <laughs> I Honestly, who stands to wipe their ass? I
1: don't know. Maybe Air Freak 38- 3819 like- does. There's a contingency of people out there. Apparently, yeah. something's I, going on. We're, none of us are aware
0: of. So, like, I understand the 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 question of whether you prefer the roll of toilet paper to be over or under. Like, I get I get that debate because that's something that could honestly happen, but. Seriously, Air Freak, do you really stand and take a shit? I'd like to hear more about this. I literally would have Air Freak, I would literally have Air Freak 3819 on as a guest just so I could ask him about this topic. All right, next week's guest, Air Freak 3819.
1: Uh, Absolutely, I'll reach out to him. George,
0: you're in the promotion department, get this guy on. I gotta know about this. Uh, What am I missing? uh, A lot, apparently. Is it it good? Dude, save it for next week. George, do me a favor. Tomorrow, research wipe your ass standing <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> and
2: bring video
1: yeah, yeah we'll live stream it there you go we'll live stream it on Periscope
0: Periscope that kid. <laughs> you know what you could do if you stood though with the roller you could just like lean over the roller and just start wiping <laughs> You don't even have to tear strips out. It's fucking genius. Oh god, this this show
1: can't get any lower.
0: Yes, I it swear. can. Well, no, it can and, but... and and I'm I'm gonna bring it there before
1: the end of this show. <laughs> uh, Ricky M wants to know: What do you think is worse, failing at something, or never trying to begin with?
2: He comes out of nowhere with like an actual good, like like a poignant question. Yeah, he's got a few of them in here. Yeah, he's got, he's
1: got a few of them lined up.
0: You know, you know who asks these types of questions? Guys who grow up without dads.
2: Yep. I'm sorry, son. And let me tell you something, son. if I could speak speak If I could speak to you directly right now, young man, never trying. You have to try. It's okay to fail, Ricky. Just get back up and get your ass knocked down again.
0: Yep. It's, it's the old Rocky okay. thing. Maybe you are from Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> it's not how hard you get Yo! knocked down. Yeah, there you go. It's not how hard you get knocked down. It's how many times you get back up. That was like a Forrest Gump. Yes, it was yes it was That was a weird Forrest gump sylvester stallone cross that i'd never want you to do again on the show
1: No, what do you mean i'm gonna start talking like that going forward oh down to five and a half listeners <laughs> uh rick am wants to know again can you have happiness without sadness
2: god another, it's a, this would be like a good question on a real podcast not this one i'm saying not that this isn't real i'm Perhaps I've said too much. Um,
0: <laughs> so you mean on a quality podcast, no. people would delve into this and actually discuss it with all the grace <laughs> and decorum that it deserves, but we're not going to do that could, here.
2: Oh, my God. You could never truly be happy without understanding sadness, Ricky. You must be sad at some point to understand what it means to be happy. Believe so, me.
1: So I, I feel like this question kind of ties into the previous one. About failing at something or never trying to begin with, because if you f- don't, so if you don't do something because you're afraid you're going to fail, like I feel like you know that makes you just a sad individual. But if you try something and you fail and you get up and you try it again and then you're successful, then you have your happiness.
0: And you know how hard you worked for it. So so yeah, awesome.
1: the The next question is from at winning. Uh, what is the best flavor of Teddy Grahams?
2: You know, I was fruit shopping the other day, and I was looking at all the flavors of Teddy Grahams. And it's easily the birthday cake or the party cake ones, um, but there really isn't a bad flavor of Teddy Grahams. And you guy's probably say he's 42 years old. But yeah, but my kids are all teenagers now, but I used to steal all this. I couldn't wait till my wife went shopping and would buy all the snacks. And then when they would go to sleep, I would eat all of them and pretend like I had no idea what happened. You guys ever eat Dunkaroos?
1: I've never heard of Dunkaroos.
0: I know what Dunkaroos oh are, God. but I've never had one. It's got, like, the frosting cup, right?
2: Exactly. So, basically, it's like a Teddy Graham, and then there's a cup of frosting, like cake icing, George, attached to it, and you just take the cookies and scoop the icing and eat them. I, oh, I'm, my gosh. I,
1: I'm going to have to look into these Dunkaroos, because that actually sounds pretty damn good. <laughs> so, is it oh, like... So, the, the frosting, is it kind of like Oreos, but without the... The frosting inside? You, you got the little cup inside? No, it's,
0: it's, no, it's, it's like more like cupcake. Taste, it's mo- frosting. Yeah, it's yeah. more like cupcake frosting. Oh. It's almost like, you know when you get Cinnabons and it comes with that cup of the yep. the, the icing? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that. Okay. It's, right. it's And you know what? Who hasn't just taken a spoon of that thing and thrown the, sh- the rest of the Cinnabons away? <laughs> <laughs> the way you guys are
1: laughing, I think you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I may or may not have done that once or twice. <laughs> They
0: forgot to send the frosting again. We'll just bake them like they are.
1: <laughs> uh we we got a, another in-depth, insightful question from Ricky M. He wants to know why North Carolina is so much better than Syracuse. Oh,
2: they pay their players more. <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. It, it, it's
0: that's they probably have factual. Much better resources. Yeah, they pay, yeah, so absolutely. They pay their players more in NBA contracts.
1: So, so you know what you you know what pisses me off about about college sports in general. Let's say a coach gets in trouble for violating the NCAA rules. And the NCAA comes in and they punish the school for what the coach did. But the coach can go ahead and lead the school, go to another college, and act like it never fucking happened. That
2: that kind of yeah, pisses just, me off. It's a big-time double standard. I mean, the, 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 the contracts with the sporting goods companies, like the sneaker companies, and stuff like that, there's so many... The NCAA is, is such a, a pile of shit and such a sham, and, and these kids are so massively taken advantage of. It's it's a joke that something hasn't been done about it. it, it in 2017, it's it's an absolute joke.
1: Yeah. So I I, I I assume you feel like I do that the NCAA players, the the people in college, should be paid.
2: Yeah, the guys that are bringing in millions and millions of dollars to so the basketball teams and the football teams, it, you know, you can't pay all the Division One players. This, this is an argument that's gone on forever. You can't pay the kids on the Division One sw- swim team what you're giving the guys on the football team, but they're not bringing the money in. Nobody's showing up in droves to watch the swimming events. It's just not happening. No, so, yeah, they're they're not yeah, selling as
1: that, much I, merchandise and stuff like that either.
0: Well, so do you guys? Yeah, I, do you guys think? So let's say let's say division 1 athletes division 1 football players should all get paid the same
2: right yes yes
0: that's kind of what it should it.
2: not be more money for the for the star quarterback as opposed to the second string offensive lineman i'm not asking for these guys to get tens of thousands of dollars either i'm asking for them to be able to go to school um you know what co- you know be able to buy the things that they want to be able to buy other kids that might be able to have jobs because when you're a Division One college athlete, I believe you're not allowed to have a job. Um, they should be allowed to have money in their pocket to eat, to go out and, and be able to live like a college student. I, and Believe me, I know that they're not all hurting, and I'm sure they get taken care of. I'm sure there's things that get done that we don't know about. But they should be able to live a, a nice, normal life when they're bringing in that kind of money for those but them to build up all other parts of their of the universities. It's just yeah, ridiculous.
1: I, I, I forget I forget whether it was uh, basketball or, or a football player last year. Somebody came out and said that they had actually asked the college to help pay his mother's electric bill so she could get her electric turned back on. I mean, I think something like that, that, the players should get paid some type of stipend to where they can use the money for whatever they want. So if mom needs help because she's from, you know, the inner cities and doesn't have live mm-hmm. in the greatest neighborhood and you know the job opportunities just aren't there that the kid should be able to help, use the stipend to help pay the electric bill if he wants or to send it home and so mom can get some food or something like that
0: well but you know what's going to yeah, happen and look, I, 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 I don't have a. I, I think that's that's a good way to do it but you know what's going to happen it's just like with all these athletes that go broke after they're done they're going to spend money they're going to spend that money on whatever they feel like spending it on whatever it ends up being yeah, but because if you they're give dumb a, college kids yeah but if you give them like you know two or three hundred dollars a month you know it's not I'm not saying give them you know a thousand dollars but what I'm saying or something is, like that you, you give them say- something right but they're, they're gonna end up spending it on whatever they and then they're still gonna go and, and ask that's them. fine because they're, they're, still they're making go billions go for the school but they're still gonna go ask for money for their mom after they spend their money that money's not going back to mom they're still gonna and and if I remember that story right it was a football player the news came out the night of the draft and the team probably got in some kind of trouble for it because it was they gave him money and it was illegal. And it didn't bother the player because he went on to the NFL. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% for giving them money. I just think it has to be same the same amount from team to team. And the NCAA has to supplement that for those teams that don't make as much money as the larger teams. But you can't give like the larger teams a financial advantage. Say, like, Alabama can pay their players whatever the fuck they want. And then, like... UCF or USF or... South Florida or something like that. You know, some of these smaller teams, not only can can they not compete generally, but now they can't even compete on some of the fringe guys that might go to them for playing time because they're not going to get the same amount of money. All right, so yeah, got, I'm in
2: agreement. One, one price, one, one payment across the line for everybody, same price. Yep.
0: Uh, okay. So Yasin asks the next question, who's your favorite Yasin? I don't,
2: I've never even heard of another Yasin. So. <laughs> I didn't know there you was. You'll win by process one. of elimination, Yasin.
0: My my answer is Stacy. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I guess that's not a bad answer.
0: <laughs> Stacy's my favorite, Yasin. Every, everybody loves Stacy. And that was our first half of the interview with Sal from the Falafel Podcast. And George is still looking at his phone as we're doing this outro. I, I do want to thank Sal for coming back on, or coming on the podcast. I'm gonna start that over.
1: Good because I was just fucking with you, not saying anything. I, know.
0: <laughs> I I do want to thank Sal for coming on the podcast. I really enjoyed it. It, it. it was definitely a good time. You know, getting these guys that are on a different podcast on uh, is really cool. Get them out of their element. Get them into something actually entertaining. You know, <laughs> something where they can actually kick back, relax,
1: and have fun, not be all uptight and. Sound like a fucking robot all the time.
0: So thanks, Sal. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Not regurgitating the same thing everybody else said. Wait, uh, Sal can't hear any of this, so hold on. Thank you, Sal, for coming on the show. I, th- I think he, he turned the hearing aid up. He probably can hear us. Oh, well, sorry for yelling in your ear, Sal. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you want to catch Sal and all the guys on the Falafel podcast. You can check them
1: out at the Falafel House dot com that's their website uh you can find them on the itunes
0: just google fluffle house on itunes no i'm pretty sure okay and uh if you want to check us out of course i'm at dr mill on the fantasy life app i am at geo so you can catch us on our website which is www.bftgpodcast.com you can catch us on Twitter at BFTGpod. You can email us at BFTGpodcast at gmail.com.
1: There's no www in front of that? No, it doesn't have to be a www. <laughs> <laughs> go, go go search us on iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, you, as Jason mentioned, the website, uh, you can find us there. If you go to iTunes, please hit the subscribe button. Uh, leave just a, a brief little review for us. It, it, it does mean a lot. It only takes you about two minutes. And if you don't want to do that, go fuck yourself.
0: <laughs> Seriously, at this point, you know, I give you laughs. You do no reviews. Just go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah, we just give us a review. I mean, we're not asking for a whole lot. Uh, eventually, I want to run something with the with the reviews, but I can't do it till we hit a certain amount of reviews. All right, well, I don't know what he's talking about, but I don't. I don't share everything with you. That's
0: what makes me the mad genius behind this. We're screwed if you're the genius behind this. I'm just the genius behind it. All right. Thanks, guys. And thank you for taking a break from your daily grind.
1: you need to know about Jason. He's a great father, terrible human being.